This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great comedian and actor, Andrew DeWitt. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and I timed that perfectly wrong. I offered Andrew a small sip of whiskey and timed it perfectly wrong where he was trying to take a sip when I introduced him. That's fine. I think it, it's more real for the radio. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Any sipping pauses you need to take at any point in the podcast, you are more than welcome. Mm, mm. <laughs> I like to sip whiskey. Yeah. Like, especially if I milk it, like... For a while, then I'm like, ooh, this is nice. These are like Altoids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> These are like boozy Altoids. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like take them when I'm going to drive, you know, like the that way is true. Do that is true. Altoids that would defeat the purpose, but it would remind you that you're not okay to drive and you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I had a lot of whiskey. I need to cover up my breath with more, more whiskey. whiskey. I should stay home or call someone. It's <laughs> a little public service announcement here on Obsess. <laughs> so, Andrew, can you tell people a little bit uh, about like who you are and what you do? I don't know you super well. We've okay. got, I think we did one comedy show together, yes. and then I saw you at another one. So exactly. Great for me to get to know you. Um, so I am a stand-up comedian. I am a writer and an illustrator and an actor. Actor. Oh, well. nice. Plus actor. Have you seen uh, <laughs> Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? I have not. To oh, my it's shame. so good. Oh, you I gotta know. see it. He does this intro. <laughs> Sorry, this is gonna derail it for one second. But <laughs> That's just fine. Um, he. It's like a parody of like a Stephen King kind of like pulp guy who has his okay. own TV series, yeah. right? And he's got such an inflated ego that he casts himself as the lead <laughs> in his own horror TV series. And at the beginning, he's like, "I'm Garth Marenghi." Dreamweaver, author, writer, plus actor. <laughs> and you are a plus actor. I'm in a your plus mind. actor. Uh, do you have one of those things out of all of them doing comedy, uh, acting, writing, and illustrating? If there was one that you could just say, like, that's what I'm doing, screw it all. The thing that pays the most is acting. Okay. The second thing that pays the most is illustrating. Okay. And then. Illustrating or writing, it's kind of a toss-up. The thing that pays the least is stand-up comedy. And is that what you enjoy the most? Uh, of course. <laughs> that is the way of things. Yeah. So what, illustrating, what kind of things do you illustrate? I do a lot of, um, like, show flyers for people. Oh, really? Okay. I, I also do, like, um, uh, people send me, like, you know, cust- like I'll do, like, custom portraits for them. Like, D&D character <laughs> sheets and portraits for people. Like, characters. I've done some book covers. I've got okay. a book cover coming up I can't talk about yet that will be, like, in stores and everything. I'm oh, super that's awesome. excited about that. Uh, so, I just do, kind of do that kind of stuff. Like, fantasy art, you okay. know? I sometimes get roped into helping people do a lot of font-based stuff, and I'm terrible at it. And okay. I have to be, like... I really only draw dragons and like giant titties. So like, if you could like, I can't tell you what you know what text is going to look best on your CD cover. But if you want me to draw like an elf butt, like <laughs> I can make yeah. a font out of dragons. That's exactly. what I can do. How much do people pay you to draw their D and D character? Um, it has ranged from anything from like fifty bucks to one guy paid me two hundred fifty bucks. Damn, for like a like full color portrait. Of his like D and D character, they wanted like really specific, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> okay, this will be my pleasure." <laughs> yes, exactly. How damaged is his armor in the illustration? <laughs> yeah, you know totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I have a, a visual art degree, so maybe I should get into drawing D and D characters. It sounds it, lucrative. It is. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's fun. 
It's definitely yeah. fun. And then also, like, uh, you'd be surprised how many people want it. Yeah. You know? Well, like, yeah. I mean, that's always cool when, you have, when you're gaming and you have your, your sheet. And I always... You know, I would always try to draw in. Yeah. I mostly played Call of Cthulhu, mm-hmm. so I try to draw my haunted character and Get add bags call. into their eyes as they as I go. Oh, that's cool. And it was, and, you know, and it gives it that flavor. So I can yeah. understand if, like, uh, if you're like, I'm not an artist. I have no interest in art. Yeah. And I don't want to draw a stick figure of my paladin. Like, I want somebody cool to come Absolutely. along. Absolutely. If you're playing like a multi-year campaign, why wouldn't you want to shell out fifty bucks for like an awesome painting of your character? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's about wish fulfillment, so... Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, speaking of fulfilling wishes, your obsession is pretty awesome. A kind of wish fulfillment, maybe. We'll find out. Uh, As always, I emailed you. I emailed Uh all my guests. And I know you're super into Warhammer, but I just did an episode about that pretty recently. Uh, So, I said, hey, is there anything else uh, in Warhammer... And uh, why don't you tell the people about your obsession? How well, do you define it? I am obsessed. Well, this is exactly how I tell you. I'm obsessed with doing boring shit in video <laughs> games. If you can sit down at a campfire and cook something, I'm all in. Okay. If you have to make your character go to sleep, I'm like, yeah, give me that shit. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> what video game do you have to make your character go to sleep? Well, I will put I put all these mods on Skyrim, and I do okay. it with any game that like yeah. I get that has like survival mods. Okay. Like I get obsessed with it but minecraft you have to make yourself go to sleep okay and you have to feed yourself and i'm like oh hell yeah i gotta plant food and grow it yeah i'm, I'm all in okay so you like subsistence gaming absolutely uh, all right i was actually like markedly pissed off that in fallout 4 you didn't have to eat to survive like it just healed you i was like are you kidding me this is the wasteland yeah like, so you felt robbed right? yes i thought hardcore mode you should be forced because in fallout new vegas have yeah. you played that no i haven't fallout new vegas they had a hardcore mode where you have to eat and sleep to survive or you die were there like buffets you could go to yeah yeah no well, not buffets but you could like like you could go to restaurants and stuff, okay. you know, and nice. Like you would pay for meals, or like you would also like hunt stuff out in the wasteland and cook it, okay, and eat it. And I was like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> That's what. And other people were like, "What is this boring ass shit? Like, why are you like, why are you doing that?" And I'm yeah. like. That's what I'm into, man. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just Well, we'll get into awesome. a little bit of the why, but I want to ask first just kind of to define boring shit in video games. Okay, I will define it for you. Is it but the specific thing I'm curious about is do you think of it as side quests or is it just bonus shit you can do if you want, like playing poker in Red Dead Redemption? That's the shit. Okay. The playing poker in Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> sitting on furniture. <laughs> like, like, literally, like, so I would, in Skyrim, I would change clothes. Okay. And go into a tavern and order a meal. You know, like anytime I go into town, I'd check into my room, go change my clothes, then come out and order a meal. Like every time, my wife would be like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. So does your wife watch? She'll watch sometimes, but like it's also super boring to watch me play. <laughs> is that a part of the attraction for you that uh, it is something to make the video game experience entirely uh, individual and personal to you? It makes it so personal to me. Yeah, like I fucking love it. <laughs> if oh god, the more like emoticons you can make your character do and i'm playing this shit by myself yeah you're you know? not twitching or no. uh, any other streaming and i'm still like bowing to people when i meet them and stuff <laughs> like if there's an option for that i'm doing it you know like i want my character to be like a puppet yeah you know? yeah and like i love like changing into clothes yeah. and stuff like i don't like 
I don't want to just run around and kill dragons. You know, like part of it for me, the huge part of it is this fantasy, like, I guess, guess it comes from Narnia. Right. You know, like reading Narnia books. And okay. Stuff like that. Like they spend so much time in Harry Potter and Narnia talking about food. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings where they always talk about like food. Yeah. Like, and that's like the go-to Game of Thrones jokes absolutely. of describing meals and clothing and all that kind of stuff. So I understand, like I played Red Dead Redemption. I haven't played yeah. video games in a while because I'm borderline have addiction problems and it will oh, me too, derail dude. my life. I um, have to um like temporarily go on hiatus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is a real treat when you do this. Yeah. So like I understand like, Poker is still like, that's a game. That's like a mini game within yeah. a game, so it's a challenge. But I want to hear about things like, you keep mentioning sitting on chairs. What video game can you <laughs> try out chairs? <laughs> well, in Star Wars The Old Republic, I would, oh, I would, man. Play, I would play by myself. That's so just, awesome. Just sitting in chairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that a... Uh, there's no, is there any gamification to it? Or it's just Absolutely like, not. I am a Sith Lord and I'm going to see which chairs are comfy. You can't even tell if they're comfy, right? <laughs> I would just be like on my ship and be like, well, I need to fucking enjoy my ship, right? You know? <laughs> I'm so, captain of this ship, Yeah, right? so I'd like lay down in my own bed, yeah. you know, and just like leave it there for like five minutes, like watching my character lay in bed. Like, it's my fucking ship. Does his little Sith Lord chest or Jedi Knight chest go up and down? Yeah, absolutely. To show so, that he's like, still breathing? <laughs> I hope it does. I didn't check for the breathing. Yeah. I know they do it in Skyrim. Is there a mod for sleep apnea you can use to oh, create some amazing. tension? I guarantee you there's something that looks like a CPAP mask. <laughs> I bet you it is an actual CPAP mask. I bet you, George Lucas, there's some character who's wearing a for real CPAP mask. Absolutely, and that's the Sith Lord. Yeah, that's Darth Breathus or something. Like that guy. Who's the guy who has the ice cream maker? Oh, yeah, Will Rowhood <laughs> yeah, from Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the real world stuff. Jammed in there in Star Wars. See that mask ice cream maker. That's awesome. So... It, is it a just a chance to see how real the world can get? Like I remember playing Super Mario, like the original NES, mm-hmm. and I was I spent a long time just making Mario bend over because when he's Super Mario and he's big, yeah, like you can bend over on a pipe and then you go down. And then when I discovered that you could just stand there in the middle of weird Mushroom Kingdom and bend over to no effect, yeah. And my brother and I made up a noise and called that he made his herm noise, he yeah, herm. Herm when he bent over. And it like that's my example in my mind of what else can I do in this game that's not the game so it feels more like real life and like I have control. Is that what it is about? I think so. I think it's about immersion. Because yeah. the first time well not the first time I caught myself doing it. Because I've done it <laughs> I've done it forever, I think. You know, okay. like just constantly like going to like in Ultima on Nintendo, they have toilets in Ultima. Oh, I, didn't I don't know, know if you remember this, but it's one of the only video games that has bathrooms. No, you know, so like I would always make my character go to the bathroom, you know, <laughs> after an adventure. Or whatever. So you could make him like just literally physically go to the bathroom, no, or I actually just, defecate. I just like urinate. move his his tile over to where the toilet was. <laughs> so you could just imagine. I'm just playing dolls. You know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like, I get so into it. Like, um, I played Unreal Tournament a bunch in college when that came out. Yeah. And I was super into it. And uh, I would play this game that I called uh, Space Miner or Space Welder. Okay. Where I would get really high 
and <laughs> in I real would, life, in real life, <laughs> and turn the I I would start up a multiplayer map by myself, okay, with nobody on it and password protected, so no one could join. <laughs> then I turn the speed down to fifty percent and turn the gravity down to fifty percent, <laughs> and I would go get a weapon that had like a welding like gun thing okay. on it as its side shooter, and I would go up on outside parts of the spaceship on the map and just weld shit like just pretend someone was putting in work orders for me and then i'd walk to different parts of the ship and weld it okay and i could do it for hours man did it have a functional purpose then when you went through the through the ship would certain doors no longer open because you had welded them shut no i was pretending okay i was just (laughs) shooting a gun that looked like a welding gun at pieces of metal <laughs> and my roommate would come in and be like are you fucking playing space welder again what's going on i'd be like dude space welder's the shit bro so how did you know when you were done because video games are so much about offering you rewards and uh-huh. you, are, you are creating your own not mini game just mini reality yeah so you specifically created a job that probably Hundreds of human beings have desperately tried to escape because of its that's a true. repetitive, torturous nature. Yeah. And you said, no, that's what I want to do. So how did you know when you were done welding? Oh, I would just get bored and, and stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you fish for something deep and you go in the shallow end. Yeah, that's totally understandable. Uh, so, you, you've, so you've done it for a long time. You've found ways to mod. So you go to work. You work to do this. Yes, I do. You make an effort. Because like, there's a lot of, I think, open world games that allow for this now. There Now there are. Um, there didn't used to be. For some reason, like people would get really into streamlining that shit, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but now now for sure there are. But yeah, I, I would have to mod the hell out of stuff to make it yeah. like that. Now, the, the Skyrim one that I did was the best. Yeah, tell me about that. Well... It was this thing that basically, like, you can freeze to death. I love this, okay. man. So uh, so it's like a survival mod that makes you eat and sleep and all this other shit. Okay. But what's so cool about it is, of course, because it's Skyrim. It's cold, right? Yeah. Why would I be running into, an like, <laughs> water with icebergs in it and full plate armor at top speed and then be able to get out of that alive? That yeah. seems ridiculous to me. Okay, you know? so that I see that as a level of desiring more immersion. Yes. Of, like, challenge me. Absolutely. That part is the challenge me part. But then also there was, like, the comfort reward of, like, if I survived the snowstorm, there was something so awesome about setting up a tent because you could die in this cave. You'd have to set yeah. up a tent like as a snowstorm rolled in <laughs> and like start a fire like a Jack London novel. Yeah. You know? Like so you're starting this fire and like trying to keep warm and your character will start to shiver with the mod like Ugh, and you start to die like the colder it gets. You know, <laughs> and if you fall into fucking water, oh, forget it. If it's cold water, yeah. the screen goes white for a second and then like you're just starting to freeze to death immediately. You it know? sounds awesome and too close to to the reality of growing up in Minnesota yeah, uh, for dude, my comfort. It is, and it also changes the way you play the game because think about like outside of Riften, it's like freezing cold, right? Do yeah. you remember this part of Skyrim? Like, I haven't played Skyrim. I've oh, well, watched some videos. Some of your listeners might know. I but, think so, yeah. Um, there's a ton of swamps right there, right? Okay. But you can't, and normally you just run through that shit, right? But yeah. this, you're going to get cold, you, you know, so you've got it changes cold. where you go. Yeah, okay. it changes how you get to places. Okay, you can't just be like, oh, you see that statue on top of that fucking iceberg over there. 
well, I'm going to go see if there's treasure over there, like, and just run over it. No, that's an expedition, man. Yeah. You've got to figure out how you're going to get there. And that's going to involve, like, you throwing shit to the iceberg and then swimming naked over there and then starting a fire yeah. and trying to get yourself warmed up again. <laughs> like, it's going to be brutal. So it seems almost like you are going to a thing that is designed to be escapism. It's designed to be immersive escapism, so you play as long as yeah. they want and you buy downloads and, and mods and all that. Uh, but it seems like you are kind of rejecting the escapism because you're trying to make things more realistic. Maybe I'm trying to double escapism. <laughs> double escapism. <laughs> but like in the Skyrim thing, like I understand that one because it is just challenge. And I know plenty of people who are like, I want to play a video game on the hardest mode. If it's a yeah. shooter, I, if I get shot once, I want to die because that's yeah how you know how shooting works in oh, life. I do that with Diablo too. Yeah. I play hardcore on Diablo. So I understand that of like wanting the increased challenge and everything you're just saying about Skyrim of like, well, if this was a real world, this is how it would work. That's yeah. challenging yourself in a video game. But trying to create something that is purposefully mundane. Yeah. That's like a different thing to me. It is. And it also tied into that. So like if there was a snowstorm or whatever, I'd sit in my tent and just play music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's what you would have to do. Like if it's too cold to go outside, you just sit there and you play Aqualung on your guitar or whatever, Yeah, exactly. So just sitting in there like playing on my lute. You know, like waiting for the snowstorm to pass. And I'm like, this is the shit. Functionally, how does playing your loot work in the game? Is there just like a hit X and you it play was, a random song? or can you I had to compose? mod it. I had to mod it to okay. play it. Because they don't let you play normally, which I think is a huge failure on yeah. their part. What kind of game is this? But I modded it so you can play all these different songs and you level up like your your like speech craft skill by like playing more music or whatever. But I was like, say, yeah. So I just sit in there, like sitting on the ground, like playing a lute or whatever, and then be like, and then it'd be like, oh, the storm has passed. And I'd be like, all right, now I can get back on my adventure. But that took like an hour. Like I'm just <laughs> sitting in a tent, looking at my character play a lute for an hour. Would you ever want to mod it so you like have to play a different video game? So you basically have to play Rock Band to play your lute. Oh, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> I would love that. It would make it even more tedious. Uh, <laughs> So in all of these adventures, whether you have to mod it or you, you uh, get something that's just plain uh, a difficult level, um, do you ever want to do it two-player or is this a solo adventure? I have done it two-player. Okay. Um, so in Minecraft, I would do it with my, my brother and I would play Minecraft a lot together. Okay. And we would love that part of it. Like cooking meals for each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> like, we'd be like, oh, hell yeah, dude, look at this cake I made for us. And we'd be like, oh, shit, that looks so good. And then we'd be eating the cake, and my wife would be like, what the fuck is this? Like, we were just playing house, you know? Like, yeah. we had built a big house together. We had two different houses, like, down, and, like, a road between them. Like, yeah. And we never went adventuring after we made those houses. Like, yeah. all we did was make our houses better and, like, cook <laughs> meals. Yeah. Okay. So you obviously have a great sense of humor about it. I imagine your brother does. Do yeah. you, would you guys like sit there and laugh, or would it get past the point of like any sort of irony or like ridiculousness that we're just cooking for each other to we, like that level of tedium where you're like doing something on the welding level with another human being? Like you and your brother are just like basically working a shitty job together in video game land. I think when we were breeding pigs. <laughs> What video game is this in? This is in Minecraft. Okay. And my brother was like, oh, I need you to help me breed the pigs today. (laughs) And like, we would just be like, 
feeding them and making them breed each other because yeah. you like feed them wheat and they breed each other and then like expanding like the fencing and stuff like that that was tedious okay you know but like he was like i want to have a pig farm you know so okay so the work is worth it yeah the work was worth it <laughs> you know okay so some of these activities are definitely like just a good work ethic like the the pig stuff is the are, are these things that you would want to do in real life Here's the deal. I don't have a good work ethic. <laughs> and I wish that I did. And I only do in fantasy worlds. Okay. Even when I used to do medieval reenactments. In real life. In real life, okay. yeah. Not I would in go, Skyrim. Not in Skyrim. <laughs> I would do like the full armor fighting stuff uh, in, the, it's in this thing called the SCA. Do you know what that is? Yeah, the Society of Creative Acronisms. Anachronisms, right? yes. Anachronisms? You're absolutely yeah. correct. Thank you. Um, so I was in that for like eight years okay. and I used to do this big thing up in Pennsylvania where it'd be like 10 or 20,000 people like in full, wow. like for two weeks, full medieval, like tents and full medieval costumes and medieval food and everything. And like, and there, there'd be like these big battles during the day and at night there'd be like these mead parties yeah. and shit like that. And I always had the best looking fucking tent. <laughs> like I had a rug. Yeah, I had like a bed. I brought a fucking bed. I made a rope bed. Okay, you know that's where sleep tight comes from. Rope beds. Oh, okay, um, to keep the the, the tautness of your yeah, mattress. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'd so I'd have like a rope bed, and I have like a treasure chest <laughs> with all my clothes in it, and I'd have a little nightstand thing with my pewter chalice for water and like yeah. all this and i'd make it comfortable as hell yeah so you, you know? would basically mod your tent yeah absolutely and i and my buddy tony who was like a much better fighter than me he would literally sleep in like a camping tent on a blue tarp with a jar of peanut butter open beside <laughs> him and i'd be like what the, what the fuck is this I'm so like, for you it, again it wasn't about the main event of the actual like dress up in armor and fight it was about kidding out your tent it felt so good to come back to that fucking tent at the end of the day <laughs> and be like look at this medieval palace that i'm in you know and like yeah i kept it so neat i kept all my stuff looking awesome yeah and i can't do that in real life yeah my place is a dump you know like <laughs> it's okay. just like boxes of miniatures and like shit everywhere but yeah. like here at this medieval place I looked like a like I'm upper class, like not a duke, maybe not yeah, a king. Absolutely, totally. <laughs> a benighted duke. Um, is this maybe then about a sort of a road less traveled aesthetic? Because lots of normal people keep their real house clean, boring. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. you can keep your fake medieval tent fucking spotless. <laughs> That's the road less traveled. Is it a little bit of iconoclast vibe like that? It might be. You know, I always like that kind of thing. Like yeah. I like to play characters, character classes that other people don't like. Yeah. You know, I like, for instance, in Diablo, I Diablo three. I was playing the chick who shoots the two crossbows. Okay. With just a sword and a shield. And it's like terrible that way. And for some reason, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is how I'm going to do it." You yeah, know? Like, I don't know why I like to play games the worst possible way, but I do. Like in D and D, I'll always play like some shitty version of a bard that's like just a researcher or something. You know, like that's the worst of D and D and Call of Cthulhu combined. Yeah. Well, not Cthulhu researchers. Research are is pretty good. Researchers are pretty valuable until there's a fight. Yeah, until there's a fight, and then you need the guy with the one shotgun. Yeah, who can shoot the what is it? The deep one yes <laughs> so many horrors to shoot okay so it, it does seem a little bit like uh, iconoclast so if somebody came in uh how about it this way if it became fashionable in the real world 
to have trashy, uncleaned homes. And like every cable TV show about house hunting was like, look at how elegantly uh, their trash is strewn about. Would you suddenly go, I'm going to have a spotless home because everybody else is doing it. I wonder. The dumpy way. I wonder. I don't know because I am lazy. Okay. Well, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder. You can't say you're lazy when you say you built this perfect medieval tent, That's dressed true. up in armor, and fought other human beings. It, yeah. There's nothing lazy about that. That is true. I, you know, I, I feel like I'm lazy because I, I, it looks like I'm lazy. It looks like I'm made out of weed. <laughs> I don't, you guys can't see this because this is a podcast, but I look like a human being who's made out of marijuana. But I, I do, like... It's it's weird because I do work hard, you know. Obviously, like doing all these different things that I do, like illustrating and and writing and acting and all that other stuff. Like I'm doing stuff all the time. Yeah, in the acting, uh, unless I, I have this wrong, it's not like you have one specific gig. Like you're going to auditions, you're doing oh, commercials, yeah. and that's hard, annoying work because you don't know when it's going to happen. You have to drop what you're doing. You don't. You get super nervous because like some commercials can make your fucking year. Yeah, you know, like a really good commercial. I did this commercial for um, NyQuil, and Ridley Scott's son directed it. So I got oh, wow. to go to Ridley Scott's studios, and I was like, this is so awesome. Yeah. It's Jake Scott. And then, like, I think I made – I was there for four hours. I think I made forty-five grand off of that one spot. And I was wow. like, this is the jam. Of course, you know, I've made next to nothing off of certain things. I've been cut out of commercials <laughs> and only gotten my day rate, you know. And yeah. Like, get, like, a sad letter that says – you were cut out of this commercial, <laughs> but like, yeah. So, so you're, you're you have a work ethic, obviously, when it comes to what you're doing professionally to mm. make money, and you you have how many children? One. I have one child. One child that I know of. <laughs> so many more in Minecraft, I'm sure. <laughs> somehow. Uh, so I don't you, know if I do the baby mods, <laughs> it's well, too, too real. Too real. Too yeah. real. All right, there's the line. So you have a work ethic, but you consider yourself. A lazy person. Even I do. You work hard at your actual job. Yeah. You work hard in fake video game land. Yeah. So where do you find the time to be lazy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It must come from some self hatred. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm not letting myself enjoy these games. <laughs> you have to punish yourself. Yeah. 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 It might even be like you were talking about that other guy who liked Warhammer. That might be why I like it so much. Right, because it is so much work to play. It is. Ratio, right? Because yeah. like you have to buy it, you spend a lot of money, you have to paint them all. Put them together, paint them, all this fucking shit. It's yeah. so much work. And then for you to be basically play chess <laughs> with like dudes who like have magical swords. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely a... a yeah, it, it, it again breaks the norm. It's iconoclast. Yeah. So for one of these games, like the welding game. Yeah. If you did something like that in a game, you you came up with something crazy that wasn't supposed to be done that way. Yeah. And the game popped up with like a, a an unlocked achievement and said, "Congratulations. Yeah. You did the craziest fucking thing that anybody could do with this game." Yeah. Would you feel like, "Yeah, I accomplished something." I would be proud. I okay. would be proud. Like, I would definitely kind of be broke proud. the game because I know other people wouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, "Fuck that achievement! I'm not gonna play two hours of Space Welder." God, I played Space Welder for a year. Yeah, I just never stopped playing. Oh my god! Really? It was so fun. Anytime I was stressed out, I'd be like, "Well, a little Space Welder will take care of this." Okay, so there is an element of stress of an element of escapism. 
Like, I've played video games for violent escapism. Yeah. Like, uh, way back in the day, I would play uh, Perfect Dark, and I mm-hmm. would that game could set up, uh, you could, I think, fight fake, up to eight fake sims, and they were called meat sims because they were so dumb. Yeah. So you could just slaughter them. Yeah. And if I had a stressful day, I'm not necessarily proud of this, but I would come home and I'd be like, at least after the end of my stressful work day, I can slaughter these fake creatures. Uh, but that's like a, a getting aggression out. Yours is a chill out. Yes, Just I think it is a chill Calmly well out. doors. Yeah. It was the calmest shit ever. With a little hint of danger, because I could fall off the spaceship. <laughs> okay. You know, like there's a little hint of danger to it. You yeah. Know? Would you do any of these things if they were like a, a, a Wii-based system where you had to physically move around? I think I would, because I played Cooking Mama Cook-Off on the Wii. I don't know that one. (laughs) Cooking Mama Cook-Off? Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) How physical was Cooking Mama Cook-Off? You have to, like, fry stuff. Like, you have to spread the butter out on the pan by, like, (laughs) twisting the Wii around. And you've got to flip the eggs and shit, you know? If you do a bad job, she goes, oh, that's not so good. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to hear that, right? You don't want to hear it. That's terrible. (laughs) Uh, Did you have to be really physically active? Because, like, I feel like with the Wii, most people figured out, like, for the first two weeks, they were throwing their Wiis across the apartment. And then they realized, oh, I can sit on the couch and do this with a flick of my wrist. Um, I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. In fact, if there was, like, a mining simulator. Yeah. Like, in Minecraft, if you had, like, a foam mining pickaxe <laughs> and you just, like, bashed stuff, yeah. I might do it. Yeah. I think I'd love that. Okay. So, it sounded to me like it's a combination of you are naturally a little bit of a, a road-less-traveled guy. Yeah. You're trying to find a way to do things differently. It's calming. Very calming. Yeah. And a little bit uh, rewarding in that you truly came up with something clever that maybe other people haven't done, which I guess is the yeah. road less traveled thing uh, again. If you got paid to do this, would you still enjoy it? Like, I mean, there are Twitch streams where probably I'm sure there are Twitch streams out there that are people who want to watch impressively boring shit. This is a great idea. I would do that. Yeah. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Well, you should look into it, right? Because, I mean, Twitch is huge now for gaming, which is mind-boggling to me. But I'll only do boring. That'll be my theme of my channel, bro. Only boring shit. I mean, I feel like if people watch speedruns. They'll watch slow huge numbers. Runs. <laughs> slow runs. <laughs> These are no runs. <laughs> I'm doing a no run of Skyrim. That would be amazing to say, like, without physically moving, how long can it possibly take me to finish Golden 964? <laughs> I'll keep moving because, like, it's cheating to just stop. Yeah. You can just hang in the, out in the bathroom in GoldenEye. But, okay, so you would do it for money. So I would, yeah. So this is something that you would be happy... To have other people involved in it up to a point. Yes, up to a point, for sure. Okay, That's cool. a great idea, Joseph. Oh, well, uh, man, I'm here to help. Hey, we copyrighted it, okay, guys? <laughs> this belongs to me and the Obsessed Podcast. Slow run. <laughs> Slow I, yeah. run, no run. Slow run, no run. I think you could kill it with that. Uh, if someone actually uh, uh, was going to make a video game of your life, mm-hmm. what would the active challenge be, like the main goal of the game? And then what would be the boring side shit? The main goal of the game would be to not masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) So you would have to mash the X button to keep your hands away from yourself? All right, don't masturbate. Go do work. (laughs) The main goal of the game would probably be to get me off, like, 
Because sometimes I'll just get like worried, like during the day. <laughs> it's just so fucked up. No, but doesn't. like I never know where my money's coming from. Okay. You know, like because I'm totally freelance. Right. You know, like I have no idea if I'm ever going to make another dime. Right. So like I spend a lot of time sitting on the couch going, oh, I hope this works out. <laughs> you know, like. Okay. So if you could get me to not do that or to not take like a anxiety nap, <laughs> you know, where I have so much anxiety that I have to sleep. Okay. Like that so, would be the, the trick. All right. So as busy as your life is with all the different things you're doing, you're running to auditions, you're going to do And comedy, I raise, I'm the full-time parent. And a full-time parent. I'm the full-time parent. So like huge. my wife goes to work like nine to five. And how old is your child? She's three. Okay. And I've been the full-time parent for, since she was like six months old. Okay. Yeah. So you, but you still have time somehow for feeling like you're not using your time. Is that what it is? Like you feel like. I'll tell you what it really is, is I get caught doing that. Uh, my wife works from home. And so I get caught just laying on the couch on my phone. <laughs> and it never looks. She always catches me or she catches me taking another dump. You know, okay. and she's like, hey, Howie, you've been on the toilet for three hours. I'm like, no, it was another dump. It's a new dump. You've just passed me twice with two new dumps. <laughs> okay. So it is, so the, the game would be, the main challenge of the game, it sounds like maybe stopping yourself from masturbating, but really the main challenge of the game is to make money. It's to make money. Actually, you know what it is? It's like, don't wake daddy, but don't get caught by my wife doing <laughs> shit where I can't, like, where I'm not looking productive. But getting caught by your wife, I, I, it sounds like getting caught by your wife is being getting caught by a mirror. Yes, that's true. It is. It's exactly like that. So it's uh, it's yourself you're running from in a way. Yeah, absolutely. So in, the, in this video game, in the life of Andrew DeWitt, the adventures of Andrew DeWitt, yeah, you would the player would be trying to make money in various like fairly interesting, exciting ways. Yeah. Like acting, comedy, drawing, those are all pretty fun. Yeah, they are pretty fun. Pretty fun, good jobs. Super stressful, understandably, uh, but you'd be worried about where the money comes from. And then there would be these side missions where you would fuck off and try to hide it. Yeah, both exactly. From the other humans in your life. Yeah. And <laughs> like this is this is such a great side quest to me. Try to find a way to fuck off in a way that it can't be seen in a mirror or recorded so you never have to face it. That's great. Oh, that's great. Like, if you could fill a fuck-off bar. <laughs> and the, if your fuck-off bar is fully filled, you get more experience points from your regular chores. You know? Like, it gives you, like, a huge buff to your yeah. experience points. Yeah. That's perfect. Nice. Nice. And you might need it because, like, auditions and stuff drain your fuck-off bar big time. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it takes away from your time to just fucking sit on the couch. But if you've got a productivity bar and a fuck-off bar. (laughs) Like, if your fuck-off bar is high but your productivity bar is low, like, that's... That's when something gets released to the house that starts hunting you down. <laughs> a watcher to see and know the mirror creature. <laughs> the mirror creature. Oh, God, that's so good. That's such a good idea. <laughs> Me from the mirror comes out and is like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> Come on, dude. Come but on. If, if you uh, have your fuck off bar too low and your product productivity bars too high then you just have a panic attack (laughs) (laughs) and that sounds fun too
to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. These are questions okay. I ask everybody across all the uh, different podcasts to see, just kind of different obsessions levels. This uh, podcast is a study in obsession. Do you think about boring video game activities every day? I do. So, like, even if you're not doing them, if you have a day where you're like, I have no choice, I have to be productive all day. Yeah. Are you brainstorming how to I, mod Skyrim? Yeah, or I'll fantasize about, well, if I had a video game that let me do this. You oh, know? Like, like, what, what kind of fantasies do you have about stuff you can't yet do in video games? Oh, God. You know, I wanted to, I've wanted to make a video game forever where, like, all of the cool action and stuff... They just cut away from it. <laughs> they just go to fade to black. Not even a cut you know? scene. Not even a cut scene. Like like you like you see some goblins or whatever. You draw your sword, it fades to black, and then it's you just wiping blood off of your sword. You know? Like and but the game part is just you ordering food at the bar, like spending the money that you won from the adventure and shit okay. like that. Like that's what I would I want a game like that. Okay, so know? it's an RPG with an no RPG. action and no action RPG. No action RPG. You are it shows full, full, great full, full penetration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has playing one of these uh, video games to be perf- uh, purposely boring? Has it ever made you weep? Oh, like enjoy in any way? Has I we- I cried like a bitch <laughs> multiple times in Minecraft. Okay. I stayed up one time for just to see the sunrise over my house in Minecraft, <laughs> and I cried. I okay. cried, dude. <laughs> was there exhaustion or drugs involved in the weeping, or was this pure human emotion? This was pure human emotion. Um, I've had exhaustion and drugs involved in plenty of other situations, <laughs> but like this was pure... Pure human emotion of, oh, my God, I can't believe how beautiful this is. Yeah. You Was know? it truly beautiful? Yeah. That soundtrack is so okay. fucking good. And then, like, I'd felt so accomplished, too, for having done it. Yeah. You know? And I was just so proud of myself. And then to see that sunrise come up over my house that I'd built myself and shit. <laughs> oh, God, it's so lame. It's so lame. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, I did it, man. I did it. I wonder if there is almost an element of working through uh, the laundry list of, of things we're supposed to want. Maybe. Because when you describe that, of like, I built this house with my own two hands, and then to see the dawn break. Like, if somebody was like, came on this podcast and was like, yeah, I'm really into uh, going out and building houses for unfortunate people, and I built a real house in the middle of Montana, and then yeah. the sun broke and I cried, I'd be like, yeah, of course you did. Yeah, absolutely. But you did that in Minecraft and felt <laughs> those same emotions. Yeah. I mean, it took a long time. Because <laughs> I had built... Because the way I wanted to get there was I wanted to build it on top of this mountain really far away. But there were too many monsters. So I built an underground railroad for like days. I yeah. spent building this underground railroad and then loaded up all my shit into an automatic <laughs> mine cart and then rode it all the way there. Okay. Built, built the house and everything. And then I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I did it. I would weep. I would weep. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've wept over much simpler things in video games. Oh, man. I miss that house. <laughs> What happened to it? Did it get torn down? Is this, it a gentrification? I, yeah, the server got that it was on. Got I didn't save the house. Okay, but it was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh man, I remember the kitchen. <laughs> I did, remember everything. Did it have an island? <laughs> yes, it did. I had a and wall to wall windows. You know, like floor to ceiling windows. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. This is a true fantasy house. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bedroom upstairs. <laughs> 
had a portal to hell literally in the <laughs> living room next to the bookshelves. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, next obsessed, how obsessed are you? Question. If a friend at a party said something mean about boring video game activities, would you fight with them? I have gotten into serious arguments okay. with people about this. In fact, I've gotten into an argument with someone famous, Tom Bissell. He's okay. a famous writer, and he writes. He wrote a bunch of the Gears of War games. Okay. I was on a podcast with him, and we got into it about like how he hates shit like this. And I'm oh, like, really? You motherfucker! I love this shit. <laughs> like, what was his argument? He was like, "I don't. I want to play the game. I don't want to have to like skin rabbits." And I was like, "I want <laughs> to skin rabbits." He, and I was telling him that I wanted you to get diarrhea. It was some like Far Cry game we were okay. talking about. And I was like, you should be able to get diarrhea from if like you don't cook your food. And he's like, I don't want to have my character get diarrhea. <laughs> I'm fine with a diarrhea mod. Yeah. But I do understand. My People wor- will want it for the wrong reasons, yeah. though. They'll want it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. They won't want it for the real purpose, which is to penalize you for not cooking your food. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. All right. So you would throw down and you have with a famous person in a recorded medium yes. so of course you do it yeah. just at a party absolutely I would. so do you feel like other people should have this responsibility like i know you you want it in a, the uh-huh. games create the option but like if you couldn't play skyrim unless it was like every single player no matter what the basic version of skyrim has to sit in their tent and play the damn loot yeah do you think other people should do that? That's the way games should be? Or is it just what you like? I'm real torn on this. Okay. Because I, part of me thinks, yes, they should. <laughs> because like you have so much more to talk about. Yeah. When you're talking to people about their game experiences. Yeah. Like, because it makes it so much more real for them. Because when I have conversations with people about Minecraft or about like, I guess Dark Souls is like this too, a little bit. Like, because it's so hard. It's okay. so, it becomes so immersive because it's so hard you know okay. like we're like we're like oh yeah you remember how you did that and like like people get really into mm. it you know like but if everyone's just having this like um designed for the highest entertainment value yeah like experience in the game i think they're missing something like i really do think that part of fun is being bored okay like to have a truly fun fulfilling experience you need an element of boredom to that right so like you don't want it to be straight wish fulfillment because if you hadn't worked hard to build that minecraft house you would not have wept at dawn exactly exactly uh it was like that that used to drive me fucking crazy i used to play everquest it's uh, one of the first massively multiplayer yeah i knew friends who had problems with that i almost failed out of college (laughs) oh really okay yeah yeah. i had a huge i got i had a bad like i went on a bad turn for a while um, but I used to get so pissed off that they they went they built these amazing taverns in the game that were like full and you could order beers and get wasted uh. and sit down and stuff and no one was in them. <laughs> Do you know where everyone was? They were sitting in the fucking dirt right outside the fucking village next to a pig because that's where everyone would come in and that's where they're selling all their shit. You right. know? They're not like I thought it would be like you go in there and you're like, oh, let's go on an adventure. I'll yeah. be in the town, find some party members in the fucking yeah. tavern, right? Hell no. <laughs> Without a doubt, the most empty place in any town in EverQuest was always the tavern. That is they, offensive to me. And they always looked awesome. They had their own tavern jingle. Yeah. <laughs> and you could like get each one was different. You could get wasted in them. Like, 
And then I was like, what is wrong? They should give you some kind of thing where like in order to get your experience like absorbed into your character, you have to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, because it gives you a chance to be like, because my character would just tell jokes and stuff. I played like a gnome fighter. Yeah. And like I would just like. I would Were talk. you able to type them in? Yeah, I would type in like jokes and I'd dance and do emotions and like sing little songs and stuff you know like and like people loved it you know yeah and we had a guild that was only for drinking it was called the drunken badgers and we did this thing where we toured the world handing out booze everywhere we went so we brewed up all this booze and then people would get wasted wherever we go and we'd like run into the new zone and be like woo drunken badgers are here and like we'd hand out booze and then get on a boat and like sail to the next continent and like work (laughs) our way across the continent does the booze affect you in that game yeah it did it would like level up certain statistics in you but it would also make your vision super blurred and make you like stagger around (laughs) which is great yeah (laughs) That part, I think I do have a little bit of a bias toward wish fulfillment, but I think you're changing my mind a little bit that you should be able to pay for the wish fulfillment. The worst moment I've ever had in a video game was a James Bond video game where you're poisoned in Casino Royale, uh-huh, yeah. but your vision was just blurred and you're trying to like find your hotel room and like, I, I can do that in yeah. real life. But that's what you like. I did like it. I liked it a lot. And it really bummed me out that like... I go into these places and it, there weren't just CD adventurers lined up against all the booths. They're just capitalists you know? hanging out by their pigs. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, everyone's sitting by one pig at the edge of town being like, I'm looking for a, sp- can someone looking for group? Yeah. I need a group. Is anyone selling all black and bastard sword? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Um, would you ever want to have a boring video game themed birthday party? Where you had set up boring tasks in that in in real world, and that uh, was your birthday party. Okay, walk me through this. What would it be like in the real world? Well, I think it would be something like uh, you'd you'd rent out a hall, uh-huh. and then you would set up menial tasks, like maybe things needed to be constructed, or there was like a dishwashing station, <laughs> or like a guitar tuning station, or something like all these kind of things that you do in the video game that are like. You have to do this stuff uh, uh-huh. because it's different. You have to do this stuff because it makes the eventual actual gameplay more rewarding. But that's just the theme of the birthday party. Like people can talk, but it's not. You're not doing like typical fun stuff. Like, or maybe you can drink eventually at like four a.m. Yeah. after all the guitars are tuned, after all the dishes are washed, like that. Something like that. I wouldn't do it just for a birthday party. But if we had like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign going or something. Yeah. And, like, our characters were having to do something lame like that. Like, in the game, like, our characters had to, like, sharpen, like, 50 swords or something. <laughs> like, I lo- I would love the idea of, like, having a, short, a sword sharpening party. <laughs> like a LARP where it's yeah. no, no wish fulfillment, just menial labor. Yeah. In fact, I was talking about this. I do uh, another podcast called Power Pals. Okay. And we were talking about this on Power Pals, that the idea of, like, I would love to play, like, Space Diner. With my friends, we're like, there's nothing different about it, about a real diner, except we have laser guns on our hips in case anything goes wrong. You know, but there's something about like just having the laser guns and then like ordering food, yeah. you know, that makes it exciting to me. Yeah. Okay. So it is, it's the, the boredom with the possibility of excitement around yeah, the corner. The themed boredom, I think. The themed boredom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you, you have an attraction of doing that in the real world if it's already attached to a game. Yes. But not if it was just... So you don't want to just celebrate boring activities 
No. Outside of gamification. No, I don't. That makes sense. I think that's very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> if you are going to, if you're going home, you're uh. going to play one of your boring games or mods that you've set up, and that's going to give you a release, release and catharsis, and you're looking forward to it. Yeah. But there is a bear in front of your video game console. Yes. Would you try to get around the bear? Like to fight the bear? I'm scared of bears. <laughs> Most people are. I, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't think I'm fighting a bear just to play a boring video game. But would you try to get around the bear? How, how do you mean? Like, if it if you thought... Let's say the bear is outside your house. Yes. Or outside, like, a video game parlor where you're going to yeah. play this. A video game parlor. I, I don't yes. know. I'm <laughs> from the 1850s. Uh, an arcade. <laughs> I'll get a cherry phosphate at the video game parlor. <laughs> oh, I'm going to... <laughs> hold my steady girlfriend's hand. Um, but if there was a bear blocking you, and you didn't have to fight the bear, but you maybe had to get around the bear, find a way around the bear, oh. or would you just be like, no? If I was really stressed out and I needed it, yeah, I probably would. Okay. Yeah. That could be a video game task in its own right. If avoid went, the bear? Yes. A yeah. really boring way to avoid the bear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some salmon and cook the salmon. Create a oh, trail I, of salmon. I would love that. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, this is kind of a weird one. This is the last How Obsessed Are You question. Uh, if you could not play boring video games without you or someone you care about first being punched in the crotch, would oh. you still do it? Oh, I think I would take a kick to the dick to play it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I really would. I mean, it's just a, a punch. It's just a punch. Yeah, right? it's just one time, and then you can play for, like, it's a monthly subscription. One punch, and then you get to play for a month. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Because it is, it sounds like it is not just, like, a fun hobby. It sounds like maybe there is a level of need. Yeah, there's a little bit of level of need there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is, man. I've, I, it just, I won't even play games where you can't do that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So do you research games before they come out? And yeah, I'll like, make sure that you can, like... That you better be able to sit down. You know, you better be able to do shit in this game. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I never did get back to my question about the Star Wars Old Republic. Yeah. You sat in the chairs. Yes. There's no way to tell which chair is a quality chair, right? That's true. There's no input from the video game. Despite that, you know, I'm a big Star Wars guy. What's the best chair to sit in in Old Republic? Oh, shit. There's this chair in... It's not... It is... Um, <laughs> I knew you'd know off the top of your head. There's this... Bar in on Tatooine. Is it the the most Eisley Cantina or is it? A it's different not. One? No, it's not. It's okay. further away because they didn't want to be on the nose about okay. it. You know, but like there is like a seedy like hut palace. Okay, and they there's a bar. There's one chair there that you really kind of recline in, and I always thought that was like the dopest <laughs> one to sit in because <laughs> a little bit of recline. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll play Old Republic and look for that. It's point. free to play. <sighs> Yeah, there are hidden costs, though, there to my are. time and my soul. Uh, I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What okay. noise would you make to sum up this obsession? <sighs> <laughs> the siren call of tedium, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I rate people's obsession on okay. a scale of one to seven, okay. one being the lowest, seven being the highest. Um, I think I'm going to give this about like a, a, a five. I knew you were going to say five. Oh, yeah? Why? I've just been on a psychic bent lately, but <laughs> I agree with you. You're yeah. five. Because it seems like there is a level of need like we talked about. Yeah. But obviously, like if you got cast in a TV show and you were there every day, 
you, you wouldn't be like you wouldn't be in danger of throwing that great job away because no, you I need to go wouldn't. play loot. No, I would just do cocaine until I lost the job. <laughs> well, that's standard. <laughs> yeah. uh, is five where you would rate yourself as well? Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, that, that sounds good. We're going to say you're, uh, you're five uh, welding jobs obsessed with boring <laughs> shit and video game. Uh, so we're going to do some plugs. Where can people find you on social media? Okay. I am on Twitter and Instagram at, at DeWidiot. Nice. That's D-E-W-I-D-I-O-T. And then I have uh, two podcasts. Oh, let me plug my uh, illustration page. Yeah. It's facebook.com slash illustration. Nice. And anybody can just come find you there yeah, and absolutely. make a request. Yep. Awesome. Yep, they sure can. Um, and then that's, that's it for me on uh, social media. I think that's the only things I do because I didn't. Vine's gone. Because oh, were you were you a Vine star? No, I was not. I never. <laughs> I, I I dodged that bullet. <laughs> were you a Vine addict though? Did you do a lot of Vining? <laughs> no, I did not do. I never got it, man. Yeah. I never was into it. You know. Yeah. Like I didn't. I I never was like, oh, this is my shit. Like I was like, oh god. Yeah, like I got it. But I did not. As soon as I saw the huge amount of work that other people were putting into it, Dude, it's they like, put in so much work for this. Nope. What? Nine seconds or seven? Six. Six. Six, six, six seconds. It's, me, it's hard to say out loud. How give short me a break. I am not. I am on Snapchat, but I'm, I don't know what I am on there. <laughs> Fuck Snapchat. I, it, Nobody knows what they are. I on thought Snapchat. it was just for people to send titty and dick pics. It turns out that like now people are trying to do branded content. It is now the farthest from where it started. Yeah. You know, it started as the like, these pictures will disappear. So if you're 14 and foolish, you can send a photo to someone you should not. You clearly should not. And then like two minutes later, it's like, well, this is where Snapple advertises. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, this is a great uh, app for affairs. Um, but also, uh, there's a lot of Comedy Central original content. <laughs> there really is. Uh, and you have podcasts, you said. You- I do have two podcasts. I have uh, one called The Andrew DeWitt Show. Nice. Um, I think it has over, it's like 137 five-star reviews. <laughs> nice. Which I'm really proud of. And it has its own Patreon. Oh, good. Which is patreon.com slash The Andrew DeWitt Show. And that's my Patreon for if you like anything I do. Okay. So it's got drawings. It's got podcast stuff. It's got comedy. It's got writing. Anything that you like of mine, uh, you can throw me a buck cool. on that cool. thing. And then uh, Power Pals, which I do with uh, comedian Jerry Rocha. Okay. Uh, Avery Faith. She's a uh, really great cosplayer. And then um, comedian Mike Black. Yeah, well. I love Mike Black. Yeah, he's, he's a really he's a cool pal. dude. Yeah. yeah. So we all do that together, and it's really fun. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds great. Uh, here's some quick plugs for this podcast, and then I have some last questions for you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can check out my pop culture comedy station on the Anchor app called Headcanon. For full info on my upcoming shows and comedy albums and all that stuff, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon as well. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episodes where my wife Sarah and I talk about whatever we're obsessed with that month. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. Okay, so final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession. They're just weird, fun little questions. Which would you rather be able to shoot out of your hands, lightning or a breakfast cereal? Oh, lightning! Because I got to watch my carbs. I get so <laughs> fat if I ha- could shoot breakfast cereal out of my hands. Oh, like, yeah. it, it really is a choice between: do I want diabetes or do I want to go to jail for murder? 
I'm going to rephrase this question if I ask it again. If you could shoot anything out of your hand, diabetes or jail for murder? <laughs> That's a nice practical decision, and I respect that. Uh, if you could run at super speed, but only between your home and one other place, where would you run to? Oh, how fast are we talking about with super speed? Like, uh, like you have to be kind of strong, too. Like, you're extra strong so your flesh doesn't rip off. Like, flash-level speeds. Okay, flash That's almost speed of light. Yeah, real fast. Oh, God. Probably my parents' house in South Carolina, so okay. they would, like, shut up about me visiting. <laughs> Well, that's so, a real boring answer. It's a good answer. It's an honest answer. So do you call them often? Yeah, I call them every day. Really? Yeah, I do. Do you call them while you're doing boring shit? No, well, no. I call them so they can talk to their daughter oh, or a granddaughter on the phone, you know? Yeah, that's kind. Yeah. So they like that. And my other, my other, they're going to hate this, but my other, brother and sister never call. So I got to <laughs> pick up the slack. Uh, okay. So would you, would you uh, prefer it if you're able to run there at super speed? I mean, if I can hold my daughter without her burning her flesh off. I'm going to say yes, because I'm not a monster. 100% yes. Yeah, 100%. You just run there and go, hey, look at your daughter. No, I'm going to be on my Game Boy. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Oh, God, that'd be so, because flying with a toddler sucks so <laughs> yeah. bad, dude. I can flying with imagine. a baby sucks. Like, yeah. it's so, so hard. And that's like a six and a half hour flight if you get a direct flight. Yeah. Oh, come on. All right. So I, I wish super speed for you. Thank you. The final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness? Oh, dude. Man, I don't think it's as obvious as people think it is. No, people wrestle with this question, uh, I think, in, in a good way. <sighs> happiness. I'm just going to go right off the top of my head. Go for it. We'll see. I think happiness... It's somewhere where comfort meets ambition. Mm. So you're moving forward, but you have what you want. Yeah. But you want a little bit more, but you think you can get it. Yeah. You know? Like it's like you're you're challenging yourself, but you like what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Like you're working, but you feel like your work has purpose. Yes. So you don't know it yeah, cuz it sucks when you're like you're working hard and you truly don't know if it has any specific end. Yeah. But it's kind of pleasing i think it quiets existential dread when you are doing hard work yep and you know it's going to a thing because then we have motion and purpose yeah i think it's a combination of comfort purpose and a sense of humor yeah you know because if you don't take yourself too seriously it's not going to get like you need to be able to laugh at yourself you know and you got to have something you're working towards or it's going to suck yeah you know yeah yeah and i think with your your boring shit in video games obsession you have created ample opportunities (laughs) (laughs) to laugh with yourself at least (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for doing the podcast hey i had a great time awesome thank you so much that is our podcast You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Here's uh, another boring thing I did. In uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, I would practice dance moves with my character by herself (laughs) in in my spaceship. (laughs) 